Welcome to our Remembrance Day service. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Our opening hymn. Our opening hymn is number 579, I Vow to Thee My Country. We are in the presence of God. We commit ourselves to work in penitence and faith for reconciliation between the nations, that all people may, together, live in freedom, justice and peace. We pray for all who, in bereavement, disability and pain, continue to suffer the consequences of fighting and terror. We remember with thanksgiving and sorrow those whose lives, in world wars and conflicts past and present, have been given or taken away. Most merciful God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we confess that we have sinned in thought, word and deed. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbours as ourselves. In your mercy, Forgive what we have been, help us to amend what we are, and direct what we shall be, that we may do justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with you, our God. 
Amen. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. The Collect for Today Almighty Father, whose will is to restore all things in your beloved Son, the King of all, govern the hearts and minds of those in authority, and bring the families of the nations, divided and torn apart by the ravages of sin, to be subject to his just and gentle rule, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and for ever. Amen. Our first reading from the prophet Micah. With what shall I come before the Lord and bow myself before God on high? Shall I come before him with burnt offerings, with calves a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams and tens of thousands of rivers of oil? Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? He has told you, O mortal, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God? Who is a God like you, pardoning iniquity and passing over the transgression of the remnant of your possession? He does not retain his anger forever because he delights in showing clemency. He will again have compassion upon us he will tread our iniquities underfoot. You will cast all our sins into the depths of the sea. You will show faithfulness to Jacob and unswerving loyalty to Abraham, as you have sworn to our ancestors from the days of old. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We now have our second hymn. Our second hymn is number 746, O oh God, our help in ages past. Shelter from the storm 
The Gospel reading is from St. John's Gospel. Hear the Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go myself, so that where I am, there you may also be. And you know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, you will know my Father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. May I speak in the name of God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. I only recently came across the phrase, thankful villages. I expect you may well have heard of them, since Rodney Stoke, only just down the road from here, is one of them. They're villages from which all those who went off to serve in the First World War survived. There's only a handful of such villages in the whole country. This means, of course, that in 99 point something percent of villages, people will have had personal knowledge of someone who died. And even in the thankful villages, returning soldiers and sailors will have come back with their stories of the carnage in which they had been caught up. So, when the two-minute silence was first observed in 1919, almost everyone would have had in their mind someone they knew, a relative, friend or acquaintance, who had not returned after the armistice came into force. That was 101 years ago. From that conflict, there are no longer grieving widows or bereft children left, nor yet those who can bring to their mind's eye a long-remembered friend. In the Second World War, casualties were fewer, though still a huge number. But time marches on, and those with personal memories of those who died between 75 and 80 years ago become fewer year by year. There have, sadly, been many conflicts since in many parts of the world, and though every life lost leaves those behind who remember and grieve, and we rightly remember them in our prayers today, yet few of us have personal memories to bring to mind during the two-minute silence. We've no one whose face we recall. We don't remember passing the time of day with them or working alongside them. All this is by way of saying that our remembrance now takes on a different significance. It's not so much a remembering of individuals who died, but of what they fought and died for, and what carried them through their time of trial. We might well say they fought and died for freedom. Freedom for their country, their communities, their families. But the paradox is that to do so they had to accept constraints on their own freedom. Indeed, whilst the conflict was going on, 
they virtually had no freedom at all. Orders were to be obeyed, discipline to be kept, duty to be done. For many, the cost of others' freedom was the ultimate sacrifice of their life. On the way to freedom, they showed great loyalty, shared great comradeship, displayed selflessness. One of my favourites, he would be being an Anglican priest, was the army padre known as Woodbine Willie, whose real name was Studdett Kennedy. He was awarded the military medal, and the citation read, For conspicuous gallantry and devotion to duty, he showed the greatest courage and disregard for his own safety in attending to the wounded under heavy fire. He searched shell holes for our own and enemy wounded, assisting them to the dressing station, and his cheerfulness and endurance had a splendid effect upon all ranks in the front-line trenches, which he constantly visited. Here was courage, selflessness, comradeship, and a depth of kindness that reached out even to those called enemies. Those values displayed in the midst of conflict are to be found scattered through the pages of the Bible and of the Christian story through the ages. At All Saints' Tide last week, we gave thanks for the courage of the saints and martyrs who bore witness to their faith, often in the face of violent opposition. Think of our patron saints, St. Lawrence having the courage to stand against the Roman authorities and being tortured to death. Think of the Blessed Virgin Mary having the courage to say yes to the angel's message, and the courage thirty-odd years later to stand at the foot of the cross. Comradeship. How important that must have been in the life of our Lord's disciples. That's not to say there was always harmony between them, with the occasional falling out and the failure to understand where Jesus' mission must lead. But after the crucifixion, we find them gathered together, and at Pentecost, we find them proclaiming the faith together. Kindness. It's not a quality that immediately springs to mind when we think of warfare, but it was not only Woodbine Willie who demonstrated it. There were many acts of kindness in the trenches as men looked out for one another. And, of course, kindness and compassion was at the heart of our Lord's earthly ministry as he healed the sick, gathered the children around him and fed the hungry. And selflessness. Here we come to the heart of the faith. St Paul wrote this about Jesus. He was in the form of God, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness. He humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. And what about the paradox of freedom? That in order to achieve it, so many had seemingly to give it up. St. Augustine said long ago, God is the master whom to serve is perfect freedom. And this is repeated in the prayer for peace in the prayer book service of evening prayer.
O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom. Once we have set our course and the big decision is made, we can be free from doubt and dithering and head towards the goal. Victory in war, fullness of life in Christ for the Christian. And hardships, disciplines, obedience along the way come not as infringements on our freedom, but as the means to achieve our aim. They're not a problem, but part of the solution. We might take as an example our present difficulties with the pandemic. There are those who are concerned for their individual freedom. I should have the right to go where I like and whenever I like and to associate with whoever I choose. Why should I be restricted? And the Covid spreads. But if we have a clear purpose to overcome this virus, then restrictions are not an infringement of liberty, but a means to achieve victory. And speaking of the means to achieve victory, I come to what seems to me the most important point of all. Our Remembrance Day observance can teach us much as we reflect on the values shown in the midst of conflict. And there may be useful lessons we can learn to help us on our way. But our Gospel reading today reminds us that Jesus does more than give us lessons or show us the way. He is the way, the truth and the life. Not only that, he is our companion along the way and the goal of the journey. A lovely hymn from the Iona community expresses well the invitation we have. Will you come and follow me if I but call your name? Will you go where you don't know and never be the same? Will you let my love be shown? Will you let my name be known? Will you let my life be grown in you and you in me? And that hymn also suggests the best response we could possibly make. In your company I'll go, where your love and footsteps show. Thus I'll move and live and grow in you and you in me. Amen. Charles William Adicott William Atkins Morris Baber Herbert Baker Albert Beer Arthur Frank Board Percy Ellsworthy Croker Herbert Dando Wilfred Durban Charles 
Henry Flower. Henry Flower. Alfred Gilbert. William Hopkins. Donald King. Herbert Donald King. Henry Deeds Mackenzie. William John MacArthur. William Moon. Oswald Payne. Frank Rakes. David Rothwell. Alfred George Salvage. Henry Herbert Stone. Stephen Stone. Philip Todd. Francis Watts. William John Watts. Jonah Weston. Edward White. James Wyatt. Let us remember before God and commend to his sure keeping those who have died for their country in war, those whom we knew, whose memory we treasure, and all who have died in the service of humankind. They shall grow not old, as we who are left grow old. Age shall not weary them, nor the years condemn. At the going down of the sun and in the morning, we will remember them.
When you go home, tell them of us and say, For your tomorrow we gave our today. Ever-living God, we remember those whom you have gathered from the storms of war into the peace of your presence. May that same peace calm our fears, bring justice to all peoples, and establish harmony among the nations, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us pray for all who suffer as a result of conflict, and ask that God may give us peace. For the servicemen and women who have died in the violence of war, each one remembered by and known to God. May God give peace. God, give peace. For those who love them in death as in life, offering the distress of our grief and the sadness of our loss, may God give peace. God, give peace. For all members of the armed forces who are in danger this day, remembering family, friends, and all who pray for their safe return, may God give peace. God, give peace. For civilian women, children, and men whose lives are disfigured by war or terror, calling to mind in penitence the anger and hatreds of humanity, may God give peace. God, give peace. For peacemakers and peacekeepers who seek to keep this world secure and free, may God give peace. God, give peace. For all who bear the burden and privilege of leadership, political, military, and religious, asking for gifts of wisdom and resolve in the search for reconciliation and peace. May God give peace. God, give peace. O God of truth and justice, we hold before you those whose memory we cherish and those whose names we will never know. Help us to lift our eyes above the torment of this broken world and grant us the grace to pray for those who wish us harm. As we honour the past, may we put our faith in your future, for you are the source of life and hope, now and forever. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. And now, let us pledge ourselves anew to the service of God and our fellow men and women, that we may help,
encourage and comfort others, and support those working for the relief of the needy and for the peace and welfare of the nations. Lord God, our Father, we pledge ourselves to serve you and all humankind in the cause of peace, for the relief of want and suffering, and for the praise of your name. Guide us by your Spirit. Give us wisdom, give us courage, give us hope, and keep us faithful, now and always. Amen. The National Anthem Let us pray. God grant to the living grace, to the departed rest, to the Church, the Queen, the Commonwealth, and all people, unity, peace, and concord, and to us and all God's servants, life everlasting, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Go in the peace of Christ. Thanks be to God. Thank you.